Hello everybody and welcome to Project 88 Podcast. I'm AC. I'm Lena May. And before we get started on today's episode, I want to remind everybody that this podcast is for you guys. Thank you for listening, sharing, but also remember to take time to yourself, unclench your jaw, fix your posture, and make sure to drink water. We hope you sit back and enjoy. That being said, let's get up to our guest, our local Miami artist, Darkita. <laughs> um, how are you today? Uh, I'm pretty good. Pretty good, pretty chillin' today. Alright. Um, the first thing I wanna ask is how would you describe your art? Is it more abstract or um I'd say my art has a lot of uh surrealism in it. It has like abstract concepts to it and I'd really look up to like Frida Kahlo or, or Salvador Dali, so I try to emulate that. Yeah, they inspire you? Yeah, they inspire me. That's cool. Yeah, so that was gonna be my my next question but <laughs> i was gonna i was no i was gonna ask um there's a lot of local artists do you get any inspiration from them like even like your friends or, or some family members mm, yeah i do i've actually noticed a lot of interesting artists there's one her name is altered moon art she makes a lot of she she says that it's meditate like that it's the hallucinations that she gets when she meditates um and things like that and it's very third eye type of art. It's pretty cool. That's that's my type of art. I love seeing <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. But what do you think encouraged you to start art? Um, well, I've always been an artist ever since I was little, and it really just started because I I loved like the paint and expressing myself. And then I kind of you know went on through high school, and it was kind of like a not really a secret, but it was just something that people didn't look at me and were like, "Oh yeah, she's an artist." Um, mm-hmm. And then I kind of lost a friend uh, in 2018, and he was al- always someone that really pushed me to pursue art and put myself out there. So then after he passed, I was like, "Okay." I, I gotta do it like life yeah. is too short yeah and then I started putting myself out there and like hearing feedback from people and like t- them telling me that their art like inspired them to like do art and that like really kept me going that kind of uh, goes to the what I wanted to talk about is that in the media or I guess um, really like like just out there people say that you can't have good art without uh, pain like you like an artist can't make good art without uh, suffering or going through something to to make them uh, put yeah. out work out there or inspire them. Do you agree yeah. with that, or do you think that's just well, over first, Like I used to agree with that because um, I used to struggle with depression a lot, and I would use art as a way to express myself. Um, so I like I get it. Like you know, pain is like a good in- inspiration, but um, it got to the point where like it can get really toxic. Like. Um, people start inflicting pain or just trying to remember traumatic things to get some type of inspiration and I think like me overcoming that is what helped me take my art to like a next level when you can make something out of happiness and like put that out there versus your your pain all the time yeah that's nice yeah Van <laughs> Gogh type of uh, vibes <laughs> I was going through it no yeah they said that like when he made Starry Night he he wasn't even like by a window like he was in a mental hospital and the reason why it has like so much like yellow flex Mm -hmm. is because he was like on a medication that made him see like yellow (laughs) yeah i didn't know that that, yeah is that true no yeah and like i actually saw his work in person and number one it was so hard to like 
get a picture because there's like a thousand tourists at the time mm -hmm. and but then like once you look at it you're like wow this man was in a mental hospital when he created this like yeah he suffered <laughs> from uh bpd Okay. Yeah, that. Do you know what that is? I don't know. Bipolar disorder. Oh. Uh, I think I said it right, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a really like prime example of the like uh, pain, like art from pain, I guess. Yeah, but it's also like, um, I also like want to create things out of happiness because like a lot of people have profited from like artist pain and they like died being poor, like died not even knowing that their work was like gonna be famous. Yeah. So it's like. You know, it, it, it's kind of like ridiculing the artist's life in a way to like, like, you know, squeeze all the pain out of them so they make all the art and then once they die, it's like, whoa, look at this incredible work. Yeah. So, I mean, I've noticed too, um, I'm not really in the art scene, but it's weird because a lot of, let's say like an up-and-comer passes away, their art is sold for a lot more than it was when they were alive, which is weird. I'm, yeah. Like, what is your opinion on that? Well, first, that, that hurts my feelings because... <laughs> Like, you know, dying and your art, like, not knowing that you were important um, is, like, a very real thing. So, I try to at least um, create art and, like, you know, not do it because I'm going to be famous one day. Because it's, like, I don't want to be so caught up and, like, oh, I want to experience the fame that then, like, I never do and then I die and I die sad. Yeah. Like, I want to, like, be creating as if I'm already, like, famous, like, in my head. And yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just putting this out there. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Some good energy. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So, like, okay, so, I don't want to say from artist to artist. I want to say, like, someone who creates art to an artist. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite type of medium you use? Or um, I think it depends what I'm going for. If I want something more fluid or, like... That takes a little bit more time. It, lets, it, it can either take a lot of time or no time at all. Mm -hmm. I'll go for acrylic paint. If it's like I want something instant, like in the moment, I like ink on paper. And I do a lot of like random designs like that. Mm -hmm. And like I try to put out, you know, sketches. So it's like any little, because, you know, some people doodle. And like I've seen my grandma, like she would doodle on envelopes, like when she's on the phone. Mm -hmm. And I used to be like, oh my God. That's art. That's art. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no, I'm not an artist. Like, so I like showing that too. I mean, let's talk about that. What is your your process when making art? Um. Well, it depends. Sometimes I I smoke, smoke weed specifically. <laughs> um, no nick in this in this in these lungs. Um, <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um. But sometimes, like, I'll smoke and I'll I'll just try and get into it and like just try to experiment like sometimes like i'll just see a blank canvas and like i'll just put a color on it like i don't know what i'm gonna do with that color but i i was just like i like that color yeah. <laughs> and then i'll go from there and yeah it's just really like dive into it like don't waste time trying to sketch it don't waste time like trying to measure every like proportion like that's stupid to me yeah, like, yeah, yeah. i heard that when you're like going for something don't sketch it because you're gonna like stress yourself so much and then hate it or something. yeah and i used to like when i would do paintings i would sketch every detail out like, right the eyelash 
And then when I would paint, it's like I was like, <laughs> it Damn, yeah, I was like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna ruin this sketch. And then like I didn't even make it like that's good. That's a sketch on the canvas. Yeah. yeah. So that's good because that you don't have like a specific process that you're like, oh, the 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 moon needs to be in this position and like and <laughs> no. like the TV needs no. to be this noise. Like no. I mean, sometimes like I'll put I'll post something like you know like on an angel number like eleven eleven mm-hmm. or like you know I do believe in like angel numbers. Or I see them a lot sometimes. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I'm I'm glad to hear that that you're able to just once you get an idea, you go into it because I personally struggle a lot with um, procrastinating. So, what yeah. what would your advice be for someone like me? Literally, just just dive in, like, or don't don't put too much of a deadline on yourself. Like, don't wake up and be like, I have to do something today. Like wake up and like be open to inspiration or just be open to doing other things that might lead you to doing that yeah yeah but what about it um for example for something you don't want to do like let's say like a college essay or for (laughs) high school homework um well me personally i would just i would just get it over with i would just do it i would like try and make it feel like a movie (laughs) and i would go to a starbucks and i would get my computer and be like yes i'm gonna do my homework (laughs) now and that's what I would do, and I would get it over with. But yeah, <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. And uh, we brought it up um, before we started, but do you get a lot of support uh, from your family with your work? Um, yes and no. It's kind of mixed. Uh, growing up, my parents really like supported me, and they bought me absolutely every like art supply that I could have possibly needed. And they were even like, oh, why don't you pursue art? And when I was, like, about to graduate high school, I was like, nah, art isn't really stable. Like, I don't think I'm going to do it. I'm going to study psychology. And, you know, and for a while, like, I did study psychology. I was actually, like, about to finish. And I was on my last semester. And then I went through, you know, life things. And then I was just like, yeah, no, like, I want to do art. And then they were like, oh, my God, why would you switch? You're literally, you literally have one semester. Like, are you dumb? Like, you could start working. <laughs> and then I'm, I was just like, no, but I want to work on a canvas. Like, I see myself doing art, so why not, you know, pursue that? And so they're just kind of, like, happy for me, but they're just like, damn, why couldn't she just finish? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, so art is your full-time job. Yeah, now it's it's basically... It's like a full time job that doesn't pay me. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I yet you have to. You have yeah, to no, waste I time. I'm just enjoying it right now and just like um, trying out different styles. Like when I look at my work, like on my page, it's not one style. Like yeah. I feel like it's very hard to attract a lot of people when you don't have like a niche. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have one style. Like I really just I get bored. I do this or like I see another artist and I'm like, oh, that looks pretty cool. Like, what if I try something like that style? And then like, that's what helps you expand. Like, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, um, oh, why don't you? Oh, damn, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) There's a lot of like, oh, when you start like being an artist, like you need to find your style, find your style. And it's like finding your style is something that comes like after you've learned you've played with the different like mediums and like you've fully dived in like different sections of art and like made a lifestyle so then you could like have your refined like message and like i don't even feel that i'm there yet really yeah no i'm not there at all (laughs) but um bringing it back to the 
like let's say for artists like up and coming artists that are listening to this and they don't really have the a lot of support what would your advice to them be i mean my advice would just be in reality it's your life there's a bunch of you know people that go the practical route and they they're they're jobless or they're homeless you know everything in life is literally the only thing that's guaranteed is that life is not guaranteed like whether you live in five years or like live 80 you don't know what's gonna happen like you just need to go for it because like life is short like you never know when when you're not gonna be alive to like put your message out there and you know you're you're gonna hate your life when you're going like every day to a nine to five and you're just like and your fingers are like tapping and jittering because you just want to be creating like that that to me is torture that made me change my major like (laughs) i got a nine to five and every day i went i hated my life and i was like yo this yeah this nine to five shit is not for me (laughs) so what can you talk about uh, what you used to do i um i can't talk too much because um it was it had to do with hipaa but i worked um i worked at a orthodontics office and i was like a call center person and it was just very repetitive it felt like a robot you know like wearing what someone else wants you to wear like looking how someone else wants you to look like talking even talking like I can't speak to them like people. You have to speak to them in like a fake ass tone. Like everything is just yeah, for sure. You know, it's on you or like it's just very. It's too rigid. Like I don't like that. I, I like you know being able to wake up and be like, oh, what am I gonna wear today? Like, what am I gonna do? That to me is like fulfillment and, and control because everyone <laughs> hates like control. Like people, oh, you do this, isn't that like, like I wanna do it my own way. I wanna wear what I want. I wanna do yeah, what exactly. I do. And then you're working. It feels hard when you're like, yo, I want to travel the world. Like, how can I travel the world if um, I'm only allowed to leave for two weeks at one time, like in a year? Yeah. After No, after I'm done working for six months, maybe I can request, you know, some time off. And then maybe I can get a week. But then if I work for two years, maybe I can get two weeks. Like, no. And I got to be careful <laughs> because I can't take a sick day or whatever. Yeah, no. Like, that, that to me is like, that sucks. And like, why why do i have to be working for someone like why can't i be the person i'm working for like, no for it's sure that simple. <laughs> and that's and it's good to see a lot of people in our generation waking up and, and realizing that and and starting like their own businesses yeah like i've noticed um there's more people like wanting to be different or like noticing that maybe they've been following certain trends because others around them have been doing that and like i love seeing that like I like I'm still you know I'm like 20 so that's like the age where it's like you see the people that like you graduated with high school from so like you see when they were children and then you see like who they become like away from that toxic space and then the way that a lot of people like blossom into better human beings or like more creative like that's inspiring <laughs> yeah it's really ironic too considering that school uh well at least like the people that that are in charge of it want people to see school as like this great place where everyone's mm-hmm. everyone could come here and be themselves even though there's like a hundred rules of how to act <laughs> what to wear and what to do yeah it's it's not a great place at all yeah and school is like it's really filled with the most like insecure adults ever oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah no I, I cannot imagine maybe you're getting beef of like 12 years yeah yeah like how are you 30 dude you have a whole <laughs> like, ass family why are you picking it on me tell us su- <laughs> how to say how do you say it? Superi- superiority complex yeah superiority <laughs> complex 
Yeah. Yeah. But um, shifting gears, uh, what do you think is a negative stigma of being an artist that you like completely hate hearing about, or or you just don't like? A negative stigma. Um. Well. I think it's the sexualization <laughs> of female artists. Like, um, I, I have a lot of like sexual work, um, and then there's people that are like, "How horny were you when you made that?" And that to me is like, I'm like, why? <laughs> why do you ask that? Like, yeah. yeah, no, I think it's it's like when you're a female artist, there's like a there's like a fetish for that, like somewhere in the internet, and like a lot of times, like people will will waste your time and like make you think that they're interested in buying something from you but really like they're just trying to get your attention like yeah yeah that really sucks and also like another negative stigma was this is actually something that like my my most recent piece was about was like um you know the start the starving artist like the artist that loves what he does so passionately that like it doesn't matter if he makes money or not he's starving like I feel like that's a negative stigma because it's like they they glamorize the the passion that an artist has, but they leave out like that they're basic you know human being like they need to live too. Right. And it's like everyone loves art like you everything around you is art like this like a, a cereal box like has art on it like mm-hmm. everything is art around you. Um, so art is a part of our world. And then when you just deem an artist like a starving artist, you're like not even giving them the chance to like, you know, be successful when they're alive. Like, yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> so, yeah. and and going from that, many people will go up to you or are just other artists and and ask for your work and then realize that it's pretty pricey or pretty expensive, but it's also understandable. They don't know what goes into yeah, it or like, why it's that price. And then they act all like offended, yeah, like, like, whoa, whoa, you think it you're hurts worth- when I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I spent about, um, like, 80-something hours on, you know, this, this 9 by 12 piece right here. Oh, here, here it is for $45. Like, yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> and it's, it's also really interesting seeing that, um, well, like, like, mostly the old guys, like, like I guess the boomers would, would say that art isn't a real job or art isn't uh, important, but yet uh, we don't like talking about it, but when corona hit, uh, that was all that people relied on for like entertainment or just like being, I guess, kept yeah, insane. I noticed that like after Corona hit, suddenly like everyone was like into getting into painting. Like I saw more like DIY paintings or like on TikTok, like you know different like paintings that people would do on on a canvas and like people would like put out there that like the dollar store has art supplies like whoa like and i like i'd be getting stuff from the dollar store too like canvases and and yeah like but i've noticed a lot of people like have gotten into like you know creating or trying things and like yeah it really just shows like when people had time have time to themselves like who are they like that's who you are yeah you have that alone time it's really it's really good too um but Going going uh, back to what we were talking about before, um, do you there in Miami? There's a lot of culture. There's a lot of art. Do you and it's it's fun, it's great to see for inspiration, but it's also a double edged sword because there's a lot of competition. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I just try to see it as like mm, we all have something different to offer. Like every artist 
completely like you could be doing the same type of like paintings like the same styles and you're gonna be saying different things and it's like thinking about an, another artist as you know your competition is only gonna set you back because i think like art really is just a lifestyle like it's the movement completely like what art is or like i try to see it as like i want to live in the renaissance <laughs> like <laughs> i want to go back to the time when people were like art is important like it's a part of our life like let's make this like a staple part of human you know existence so that's how i see it like if you're seeing artists as you know your competition you're just making yourself you know have less space in the world like it's just not isn't that that shouldn't be like that yeah, yeah. speaking of other artists um what well, how do you feel about like I don't know how to say it. Like, you know how Core Gables or Coconut Grove has, like, that mural or, like, they have, like, separate murals or something? Like, what's your favorite type of mural? It's, like, in Wynwood or Coconut Grove or anything like that? Um, well, I think um, when things are, like, witty and, like, you could tell it's, like, a joke. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes it's something stupid. Like, I like that. Um, I also like when it's, like... Um, not necessarily like a sad thing but when it's like you could tell when a piece has a little bit more emotion than like the sillier ones and like i kind of like that because then i wonder like how many people were walking by it and then that little like moment made them like reflect like on their day yeah so yeah like something that makes you like ask a question or something that makes you like even if you're like ill that's so ugly like i love that <laughs> like even when i think something's ugly like i love it because as long as like it made me feel something like that's what's important <laughs> yeah, exactly do you do you have a, a favorite piece out there um like in winwood yeah like, like just any, yeah any, anyway. piece. any piece um that's really hard to say um i don't really think i have a favorite i'm gonna be honest like and i i was someone that always went to art museums went to art basel like every year I don't I don't really have a favorite. I mean, I do have like a favorite artist that like their paintings are like some of my favorite. Like his name is Emilio Villalba. Yeah. He's on Instagram and he actually Shout had out. like a a <laughs> workshop, right? And and it was like oil painting and I had never really oil painted before and I got the workshop and like, you know, it was a little pricey, but I invested in myself and it's like it helped me. And which is also why, like, if you do go to school for art, you know, like, go to school for art, you know, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't, like, and you still want to be an artist, like, you shouldn't get discouraged because there's so many artists out there, like, doing those type of workshops and, like, people are learning all the time. Yeah, that that's really what I, lo I love to see. I love to see that people invest in themselves and not go, it's not bad to go to the traditional route, like, you know, but, like, uh, school nine to five you know um, mm -hmm. wife and kids but it's also really good to see people that stray away from that and just go that's not what i want to do i'm gonna go my way and and you see them like succeed or just be happy because yeah. many people say um what's like like if i asked you what success is to you it could be something completely different to someone else uh, me personally it isn't about the amount of money but just how like if you're happy like, if you're happy with what you have... Even, I agree. <laughs> like, yeah, even if it's not a lot or a little, like, as long as you're living your life the way you want to, what's wrong with that? Yeah. I think that's just, like, an artsy spirit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know, but I just want 
like that's the type of energy that I, I'm attracted to or like that my like my friends attract and it's really good to see uh, uh, to see that out there a lot of people just supporting the local art and just encouraging each other yeah I think that's important and especially it's like what what type of world like do you want to create like do you want to create a space that every move is a competition that mm-hmm. everything is for money or yeah. do you want to do things for no reason it's like exhausting yeah like do you want to do things because they make you happy or or yeah like it's exhausting yeah. <laughs> would you say that uh early on when you started your your career that you um you came like into this mindset or, or was it over time that you learned this um i mean i kind of well, first of all, I didn't even want to make a, an art page. Like, I didn't even want to put myself out there at first. Right. And, um... A lot of people do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I didn't want to do it because it's like, I was like, there, no one's really going to give me, like, um, what the work is, is worth. And, like, I don't want to expect that from people either. And, you know, it's like, it's pretty nerve-wracking. Like, it's, like, your art is kind of like a diary. Mm-hmm. And so... It was like scary to put myself out there, but um, wait, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> I was just um, I hate when I lose my train of thought. But um, uh, yeah, like uh, when was it? Did you always have this oh, mindset, yeah, or, mindset, or was it later on? Um, no, like and then and then when I first like started, you know, I started with this mindset, and then like as I started like selling more, or it was like around the time where there was more art shows going on. Like now there's no art shows, but back when there was more art shows going on and I started selling, like that was the first time I ever made any money like from art. So it felt really like really satisfying. Right. Um, but then I realized that I started creating certain pieces like for people to like them and then hopefully buy them. Right. And then I literally took a big ass like break in the middle and I was like, yeah, I'm going to just not do commissions, not do customs, just not not do anything and just take some time and like work on myself and like come back. And that's that's definitely like the mindset that I I want to stay in cuz I noticed that when I want money, like money doesn't come to me. Like yeah. money comes to me when I'm not thinking about it, not obsessing about it. And I I really give artists um like drawing or singing a lot of props because it's so impressive to me when people make something and then are able to put it out to the public because that's kind of nerve-wracking like i'm not really that type of person to just like yeah no it's like (laughs) like there's some things that people are like oh what inspired you and i was like um how do i nicely say that like i wanted to kill myself (laughs) (laughs) how do i say that kind of right um yeah it is personal but um it's like it's pretty worth it like i had one girl like tell come up to me and be like oh um i've never really done art like put myself out there like that and seeing like you put yourself out there like i scrolled down your page and i realized like oh you haven't been doing this for a long time and then i realized like you probably were going through the same dilemma that you didn't want to put yourself out there and so there's a lot of people like that so it's like um, I feel like I'm trying to do my part of like here's my diary like come read it like yeah. come see how vulnerable I can be like you can be vulnerable too yeah no that's nice and you and there's obviously a difference between when you started and, and now right? yeah there's a big difference um, I've definitely like gone from doing art like once a week twice a week um, to doing it literally every day 
like or from starting one piece and finishing that one like canvas to starting like three different ones and then finishing them and like starting four more and like right. just to do doing things like in, in like the big big span big sense yeah <laughs> do you hand make your like canvases do you set them up yourself or do you buy them um right now i buy them mm-hmm. But I have been looking into, like, buying the big, like, rolls. Yeah. And especially because, like, I want to start doing bigger work. Like, um, right now I've just been doing, like, you know, like, small paintings that, like, the basic size you get at Michael. Um, or, like, you know, smaller things. But I really want to move on to, like, making mural size things or, like, big canvases. And then having, like, the roll of canvas and knowing how to make my own, like... You know, not relying on Michaels for <laughs> yeah. a canvas. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. And then when you go to a museum, like, you don't see a Michaels canvas. Right. <laughs> like, you see the, like, a bougie, stretched out, like, yeah, handmade got, canvas. Like, you know they put their time You could feel it. it. Like, yeah, you could feel it. Like, it, it's it's a difference, like, in the finish and the energy <laughs> that it has. No, it's great. Um, I wanted to ask, is there any other uh, inspirations for your work that wasn't really art-related, that just something that happened in life that uh, re- that told you, oh, like, I want to make art and I want to make it like this? Like, maybe someone, um, like, it could be something as small as, like, <laughs> uh, what a friend said or something, like, you saw, like, yeah, like, or, like, or, like, a movie? Well, hmm, let me think about that. Well, like, like I said, like, my friend passing away, like, pushed me. Yeah. inspire me um also i think like growing up i liked the brats like brats the brats doll <laughs> the brats dolls <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and chloe was like an artist and they would that was like my favorite one at the time right. and like they would be like oh chloe's the artist she's deep and i would be <laughs> like whoa that's me oh my god <laughs> yeah um so yeah like other than art related i think um, you know, like certain pop culture, like certain things, like when you slightly hear about like what type of person an artist is, like I think that attracted me, like when I was younger, and yeah, just just playing with with paint, awesome. Um, that's cool. I never really got past that phase. I'm so bad at art, and like even writing my. Own I hate name. when people say that. that no, like bad at art, like there's no such thing as bad no, at art. Trust me, you haven't you seen me. Don't know paint. how to like put yourself. I don't know how to explain it, but like flow into it no i just have bad handwriting like That's have it. you ever gone like have you ever gone to an art museum um, and you're like you're walking around and you're like i could do that not really you've never been like i've been to on. i've been to a lot of places and i'm i'm like i'm me myself i'm pretty i'm a simple person like and i i look around and i'm just like easily not easily impressed but i'm just astonished at like the works uh the first thing that comes to mind, I went to Wynwood and I was just like amazed the whole time. Just every like every wall, yeah, but every see, statue. that's Wynwood. See, this, these are like street artists, street right? artists. Um, they try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about museums, uh-huh. the Perez Art Museum, yeah, like Pam. Like, Pam has some beautiful work, like it's like mostly abstract, I think. yeah, but there's some canvases that are literally just like blue, mm-hmm. that's it. Oh, for sure. I yeah. I definitely feel like I could go to one of those like um, I guess bougie art museums, and probably like throw a, like a cupcake with frosting on the on the wall and call it art, and then people will believe me. Whoa, art! Yeah, isn't that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what this guy did, like for Art Basel, that he like he taped a banana on the wall. Yeah. Who's gonna show you that picture? 
<laughs> yeah, that was one of the pictures I picked. But, Damn. <laughs> but um, that's that's a good like segue. What what kind like what's the definition of art? Like who, what stops? Like who's the judge of it? That says oh that is an art. Like this is art. Is it the See, amount of effort or or just a perspective? I think because I you know, like I used to be I used to believe in myself less. So I used to think that art had had a lot to do with skill. And I would look at other artists and be like, damn, like, I gotta get better. <laughs> and then um, and then I realized, like, yeah, like, when I go to a museum and I see a blue canvas, that I'm like, damn, I could do that. And here is this man that got paid, like, two million for that. That, like, that to me shows me that it really doesn't fucking matter. Like, you could, like, that's what Andy Warhol was trying to push, that, like, it doesn't fucking matter. Right, the guy who did, like... He had, like, art that looks like commercials, kind of. Yeah, like, like it had a lot to do with consumerism, which is a topic, like, I like to talk about as well. Um, but, yeah, I think art itself is, like, it's a lifestyle. It's the process of, like, creating something or putting yourself out there or just doing something in a refined way. And whether that's, like, put smearing peanut butter, like, on a doorknob <laughs> and, like, calling it art or, like, painting a masterpiece, like, there's no one that could tell you, like, what is art and what's not. Like, it's a different experience, like, for everyone. For so, sure. Yeah, so literally never, never tell, like, let anyone tell you, like, that you're not an artist and you're not good enough, like, or tell you that you need more schooling, like, not, nah, like, you, you may need, like, more practice, like, more more adventuring into knowing yourself but that doesn't mean that like you don't have the skills like to create like everyone has that and no one is bad at art and everyone starts the same like i did not become a picasso or like like i, I didn't draw like one drawing the first time and i was a picasso like i had the same shit probably that you guys made i just like got hyped up by my parents because like when I was younger they hyped me up they'd be like whoa yeah like, they'd be like wow mira esta like and and it was it was funny but but yeah just it's anything art is is literally endless yeah right. listeners if anyone ever tells you like your art is shit just simply tell them to fuck off yeah literally say fuck you this is my experience and keep going yeah <laughs> yeah that's I mean, great whose journey is it yours or theirs exactly that's um, you brought something up uh, um, consumerism. Do you do you do you stray a lot of ideas or, or your current work from from what's going on out there, or or is that just something that I mean, some things is um, some things is like what's going on. Uh, for example, some themes that have like come up in my work already is like well, the consumerism. I did I did like a a trash can that was like a Louis V trash can <laughs> right and i did that that one like it's not like people were a little confused because it's like it doesn't really look necessarily like some of the other things i've created <clears throat> but i did it to show that like it doesn't like like louis vuitton is consumerist in the way that like it doesn't matter what they slap that that symbol LV on. Right. Like people will be like, "Oh my god!" Like that's yeah. some cool shit, right? A there. lot of brands that like Supreme, especially. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's like I guess it's smart on on their part, but it's kind of like they make a fool of you. Like they they put just you know a symbol that means like, "Oh, I'm rich," and you like follow it, and 
you know like people striving for for that or like people trying to make money just to buy shit like that that's really sad like i see i grew up seeing my parents like be materialistic on certain things and i wanted to break away from that and i wanted to be like kind of show like like it's okay to you know not not be a consumerist like it's okay to not care about like the brands like that you wear like i used to care about brands like when i was younger like i would tell my mom like if you don't buy me converse the brand converse not airwalks like i will fucking like yeah, i off myself shit. tonight <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then now i grew up and like i could wear like some grandma shoes and be like whoa like this is something else like yeah. um so yeah i try to like wake people up a little bit from consumerism and especially since like we live in america and our whole society is based off consumerism read fight club <laughs> yeah um do you thrift uh thrift a lot yeah i i thrift like often i'm not really someone that buys like clothes too much like i think i was more like a makeup person right um and then you know like just had like some key things but then i started like thrifting more and i definitely like you know how like when you thrift like you're not gonna look like the people like around you like you're that always shop at a department store like always are let like following what's like being put out there to you because like that's all a department store is it's like they have a certain season they have a selection and then you can select from what they already picked out for you versus like thrifting is like spontaneous <laughs> yeah it's cool being an artist um do you think that that helps you out in your day-to-day life like you could see things that other people can't or or is it just really um i think it does because um like i think a lot of people that don't have a clear passion um, you know, you feel lost because I, I felt lost at one point when this wasn't like as clear as it is now. Like now I say this and it's like pretty easy, but at the time, like it wasn't. I was really struggling. Um, damn, I forgot my train of thought. <laughs> I get nervous. No, it's completely fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like being an artist did help me because it's it, it like directly puts that question in your face of like do you want to work to survive or do you want to do something for the passion that's maybe you can't survive off of that right like what is your route like those two different choices like lead to very different lives like and and like i've seen creative people like i've met creative people like at my old job she was like super talented a musician like beautiful voice and she just you know she was just like working behind a computer and like also um i just believe that when you pursue like what you what you want like life will will reward you right and like doing art helped me with that like otherwise if i wouldn't be doing art i feel like i would just be working a regular job I'd probably be going to school like for some medical shit like yeah. cuz you know it's pretty practical <laughs> yeah, yeah um and you know i'm not and i'm very like happy because i think i i've seen such an improvement like on my mental health from when i thought that i needed to go like the practical route to now that i i'm technically like less safe in my future 
yet I'm I'm more like happy and I'm more sure of myself than I would have been otherwise. And that's that's the goal. That's what many people yeah. miss out on. And that's what I like about artists is that they're really self aware. Yeah. As like, a, you don't want to be eighty and then look back and be like, what did I do? Yeah, exactly. Like or like, damn, I I could have lived or. Or end up like one of those parents that like you live vicariously through, through your kids. <laughs> through your yeah, kids. Oh, yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> yeah, so I'd rather do it myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, getting off topic a little bit, I it's really interesting, um, like going day to day and meeting certain type of people. And do you ever just like not like somebody or like hate them, and then <laughs> yeah. and then like for no reason. But then later on, you realize, like, oh, the reason I don't like you is because you remind me of me when I was, like, younger, when I was, like, less educated. <laughs> no, yeah. And I, I think, right and, yeah, <laughs> and I think, and I'm like, I'm like, if I could go back in time, I would, like, fight myself. Or, like, and then give, and then give me advice. Honestly, yeah. fill up five real me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, for me, it's more like, I need to remember not to judge, because, like, um... You know, you don't want to, like, just look at someone that looks artsy and then you, like, are immediately nice to them and, like, open up to them just because they look a certain way. Right. Like, they could still be, like, normal, quote, quote, normal people yeah. um, <laughs> that that are just, like, hiding under their clothes versus, like, at one point, I was a normie. Like, I, I dressed, like, you know, Hollister jeans, polo, like, you know, some whack shit. And I didn't look like someone that would be doing what I'm doing. And people treated me like that. And I felt that. And it didn't make me feel like a special person. And so, like, you just we just need to, like, remember that not everyone is who they, like, who they look like or, like, who they say they are. So yeah. you just have to, like, not judge. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Something about the, the artist world is that it, it's actually pretty dangerous. Because there's a lot of people that go through uh, really hard depression or bipolar issues and a lot of people miss the signs because they say oh they're they're successful they have money and then uh, it's not even just artists like comedians actors sometimes they they kill themselves or they go through something what, what is your thought about that like is that something that you worry about for your other friends that are in the world well or? yeah um it's something that i work i worry about constantly which is why like um what I what I most recently put out was about like a starving artist, and I'm gonna be doing more pieces like um, you know stemming from that. But it's it's something that I want to speak on because I don't like it's not it's not encouraging you know like from someone that that can can tell you know like there's people out there that are still technically like successful by like monetary means, right? Um, but inside like they're they're suffering. But, you know, like, they have this, like, persona. So it's, like, I, I really want to speak on that and, like, make people aware that not everything is as glamorous, like, as it as it seems. Exactly. And to, like, still consider that even though they're putting their pain out there, like, this person is still in pain. Right. Like, yeah, they're showing you. Yeah, they put it out there. They, like, advertise it like it's, like, a sticker. But that's still something very real. And, like when you're when you're like creating something in that in that pain like it's intense like you're there like focused and and like you're putting all that energy into it and it's like people forget that yeah <laughs> yeah no that, that's something to to think about and be courteous when when you run into somebody uh not like anybody but 
uh, there's always signs here and there, and like, like what you said, like like money. Just because you have a lot of money or you're, you're very successful doesn't mean that you're necessarily happy. And many people tend to forget that, and and it's something that we need to look out for. Yeah, definitely. yeah, definitely. <laughs> Are you guys talking shit about me? I see you guys texting back and forth. No, no. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. She my, shouldn't I, be on her phone. No, but. shut up. I'm looking at my notes, but I'm also thinking about like, what I should ask. Um, yeah, actually, actually, off topic. I'm um, gonna bring this up again. Not what? Arby's. Not Arby's. Um, ghost stories. Ghost, ghost stories. stories. Yeah. You have any? Yeah. Actually, oh yesterday. Yes. Literally. This is what we want. All right. Okay. There's this one instance, right? Um, I was, you know, in my house, and I was with my boyfriend, um, and, like, we were making art, whatever, and then we were just laying in bed, and then my room, I have, like, in the closet doors are mirrors, so then the mirrors, like, face the bed. Mm-hmm. I've heard now that apparently it's bad, like, to sleep in front of mirrors, but okay. whatever, <laughs> yeah. So then I was, like, talking to him, like, I was looking at the mirror, right, and then I was, like, talking to him, and then as I'm talking to him, I turn my head... And then he's like, he starts like freaking out. And he's like, what the fuck was that? What happened? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, dude, your face, like you moved your head and your face stayed staring at me in the mirror. Nah. And I was like, nah, that is not right. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, I don't know. To this day, I don't know what that means. If there's a witch out there, please tell me what that means. I mean, there's a witch. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable <laughs> that this ghost used my face to do some scary shit. Yeah, there's a there's a witch right here. What do you think that means? I don't know. Because I always <laughs> relate like mirrors to the fae and all that stuff. So it's probably one of them like playing with you. I had a I had a dream. Um... And I have the most random and, and, and like weirdest dreams. But I had a dream. I had a dream I was on Venus the other day, dude. How weird can it get? Well, that's cool. I was in this uh, like cave over like a glowing blue water. And there was this guy there. And he told me that... Uh, he, tells me, he tells me, when it's nighttime, stay away from mirrors. Because that's how they get you. And then yeah. I go, that's how who gets you. And then I wake up and it's daytime. And ever since then... Yeah. That happened to me when I was like younger. Ever since then, I stay away from mirrors. Like, as soon as it turns, like, 12 to, like, 3 a.m., I, like, I Yo, maneuver I myself that, around. But see, I'm kind of edgy. <laughs> so, <laughs> what I did was, like, I stared in the mirror. She goes, fight me. And I, like, tapped the mirror, and I'm like, get the fuck out of there. I'm yeah. like, you. And, yeah. Oh, and another story. This happened yesterday. And it, Two? it like, yeah. Back it literally... Back unsettled me like now nah, this one was like the first one was like a long time ago like a little little minute ago but this one like literally happened yesterday um my boyfriend like went to the studio to record something and i was like waiting for him right and i like i lock my door like in my room and i'm like just there jamming and then i hear like like a knock on the door mm-hmm. and so like i think it's him so i'm like "Ooh, who is it <laughs> and then like i don't hear anything and i'm like what the fuck and then i hear like a bang like on the door uh-huh. and i was like what is that and then like um when i went to like i unlocked it and when i went to open it the doorknob literally felt like there was someone someone's yeah. hand like yeah. on it and then like I, like i just flung it open i was like if i fucking die i die <laughs> right? and then like that's, I that's looked, it that's what you gotta and do and then like it was literally like my my cat was like around there like she was like like sleeping around there like in front of my door but she was like looking up and like she was looking as if like something like she was like following something like she was like her eyes were dilated like she was like tripping out like she was looking around like something was there right. and like and then when i went to take her outside like she wouldn't go outside and she kept on like staring at things like 
She's screaming no, out. You need to cleanse that house. I don't know what's going on. Does that happen? To, do you have a lot of stories like that? I mean, I don't have like that many, but the ones I do have are just like in my face. Are like, they recent or, or more like throughout your whole life? Um, they're more like they're throughout my whole life, and like I had like a whole year that I lived in Nebraska. Right. And that was like the most I felt. That was a weird time. Like, like up north, there's obviously more like I don't know. Up north feels more spooky than down south. Oh, it's so much more spooky. I feel like like, like we don't have that many spooky stuff because I found out. I found out that the house that we first moved into was an insane asylum what? in the fifties. Yeah. In the fifties, when you were little. Yeah. No, I I moved to Nebraska when I was like nine. Okay. Like during the recession. Um. And that house apparently was like, like an insane asylum, and it was weird. Like my sister, completely changed personality. Like she got like super emo, but it literally she was like walking around like she was possessed. Like it was scary, and like the it was just bad energy. And I don't, I don't like. That. I, I like the idea that your parents didn't question it, and they were just like, <laughs> "Oh, it's just puberty." Yeah, they were like, "She's always depressed." Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, she has nothing to be depressed about. She's fine. She's fine. Mm-hmm. Um. About that mirror thing, don't go into mirrors in your dreams. That's like one of the biggest things oh, isn't you're like not supposed to do. Astro, when you're astral projecting or something? Dreaming, astral projecting, anything. Don't go into mirrors. Like, you can literally... I feel like I'm drunk, like, when I'm in my dreams. Like, I feel like <laughs> I'm, like, in my dreams, I have, like, no common sense. And it's like, I should, because there, when I wake up, I'm like, damn, that was my chance to lucid dream right yeah. there. Because it's like, I had this weird dream where, like... They like my someone was dancing and I was like making it rain on them, right? <laughs> and then like when I look at the dollar bills, Britney Spears was on the dollar bills. So then and in my dream I was like, Yeah, let me make it rain and then like when I woke up I was like, I should've known. Like I, I felt and it's like there was like a half a second in the dream where, you where I was like I was like, This is kinda weird. And then it's like dream me took over, and I, I started doing whatever. Do you guys have like storylines? Like, do your dreams continue a storyline? Like a sometimes or like sometimes at least do. facts in your dream world? Yeah, like some <laughs> facts. Like you I have know, like a society. Like, <laughs> it only makes sense in your dream world because like I'm saying this because like, I, I, I had you. a dream I was on Venus the other day, right? And I only know because I was on. I've been to Saturn and Jupiter before in my dreams. Wow. Uh, by the way, Saturn sucks, so don't go. Wow. But what about Jupiter? I Jupiter, feel like... I really like it because, like, on the bottom, I don't know, it's weird. On the you should bottom, it sometimes. It's dark <laughs> on the bottom when it's like closer to Saturn, it's darker. But when you like see it to the other side, I can't. I guess because it was the sun or whatever. But it's so bright and they're like, I guess, quote unquote, people there, they're like so chill. But on like the bottom <laughs> side near Saturn, they're like kind of weird I, I get you on, damn are they weird on what you they were like, saying I would call them body snatchers but they don't snatch your body they're just weird they, they have the vibe of a, like of a body snatcher there. but then they're like nah yeah. they're like nah <laughs> we, <laughs> we could do it but we won't <laughs> <laughs> that's funny I, I get what you were saying cause in my dreams it feels like if it was like a movie it would be using like the same sets from other yeah, places yeah universe I guess yeah no like not even like I'd be like I'd be having a dream and it's completely different I guess characters or like a situation but this, the set is the same. Yeah. Like, it's like my school mixed with, like, the airport. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, we, that's happened to yeah. me in the school airport. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, but I feel like my dreams are, like, the sets are so weird. Like, it'll be, like, some, 
like nature city like you're that around and it's like you're in a building you're yeah like it's some weird like trippy things like yeah. that like I, I i can't get it and now i feel like i feel like i can't remember my dreams that much anymore like i think like it was my boyfriend that was like oh yeah you know they say that like the more you smoke weed like you can't remember your dreams I and i was too. like what this is bullshit what do you mean <laughs> and then it's like i feel like as soon as he told me that fact i stopped remem- remembering <laughs> my dreams like the effect. yeah i feel like now i i can't remember my dreams i just remember some stupid parts and, the- yeah a, a similar thing happened to me where I've been like since like I was little I've been hearing like oh when you run in your dreams it's an, it's like a weird feeling you feel like you're not running you're being pulled back <laughs> and I've never experienced that I've I've been like able to run except for this one time I was in my dream obviously I was sneaking out of school and then there was like this like fat ass security chasing me <laughs> and I'm like oh I better jump the fence the fence is ten feet away from me bro I was sprinting for thirty minutes and it caught up I was so mad I was like bro. I don't know how people can like not have control like i guess i'm talking about like speed control like for a punch i could punch i could stab i could like run in my dreams i can do anything but now one time i was stabbing someone in my dream and that was like in slow motion i was like as you do yeah stab (laughs) (laughs) my dreams i have like energy and stuff there's a stigma where people are like like oh I don't like hearing like people are like um oh, we don't care about hearing other people's dreams I love hearing about other people's dreams yeah like where do we go when we go to sleep yeah. Billy Eilish asked that question I could hear people's dreams but if my brother were to tell me his dreams I'd be like no yeah there's certain people if you're gonna tell me your dream and you and it's, you're claiming it's crazy it better be crazy you better not be like <laughs> I, I was I was eating a toast and then it turned into a banana like I, yeah, I, I, I it's, better be, it's it better be like you're you're, you're fighting in World War Two and Bruno Mars started singing your wedding song it better be something weird that's the type of shit that happens to me like i don't know i had a dream that i was like in vietnam really like i was like a guerrilla soldier it was oh you were vietnamese yeah like i don't know like it it creeped me out completely because i woke up and i was like that was weird like you probably time traveled yo i don't know but i saw like it was like at first it was like i wasn't existent in the dream right Mm -hmm. but i saw like a, a guerrilla soldier like like you know hiding in the trees and then like shooting at people right and then like i saw that and then i was the soldier like shooting at people mm-hmm. so it's like that really made me it made me uncomfortable and it seems so real like do you think it was a past life i woke up thinking like was that a past life like what like happened a, like a memory or like... like i don't know you probably like probably tackled they... through a past life yeah and i, I think it was like as you and do it... huh? as you do yeah, as you do <laughs> Like, maybe it was a past life. Like, I felt like I was, like, a woman. Like, apparently, you know, like, they, in Vietnam, like, they even had, like, women soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were crazy. And she was, not, yeah, and she was crazy. Like, in the dream, she was a crazy-ass bitch. And I, I feel like it was me, because then I became her. Right. Kyoshi so, yeah. type of beat. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What's Kyoshi? From Ava- Avatar. For the Avatar fans. Oh, there. I'm sorry. And I watch Avatar, too. Wow. <laughs> the last, which one? The last I ended the... The um, movie or the cartoon? But you gotta specify. The cartoon. All right, yeah. Right, that's and then Legend of Korra. I like I that. I watched it, but I know all the characters. That show gets so much hate, but I like that. Wow. I like season three and I just three. have bad memory. I feel like I get... I have, like, holes. <laughs> that, like, I'm fried sometimes. Like, yeah. in s- certain things. Damn. That's embarrassing. No, it's not... I don't think I'm lame. What inter- <laughs> what, it's so interesting, because there's so many artists that have, like... Uh, like I guess, like, tics. Like, they have, like, OCD or, or oh, stuff like that. Yeah. And their work is, like... So, but their work is like super good oh yeah no it's cause like I've heard like people with like uh, Tourette's and their artists too they when I don't know how to explain but like they don't have such 
bad tic attacks when they're focused. When they're yeah. focused, it kind of like it's there, but it's not there. I mean, that's how I can explain it. But like when they're unfocused, it's like a full yeah. on thing. That's why I I almost like when I was going for the more slightly practical route in my life. I was studying psychology, and the end goal was kind of like to be an art therapist, like mm-hmm. to help people like that. And and yeah, I just think that's like a cool thing that like we have all these different types of therapies, and art is so beneficial to the brain. Yeah, it's like releasing something. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, we got so off topic. I love it. <laughs> uh, I wanted to to talk about the like uh, the art scene a little bit more. With with every like batch, there's always a bad apple. Like there's someone who who uh, kind of like does like a mockery or like a parody of art. What what is what is your least favorite piece? Like, or is there like a bad piece out there that you're like, wow, this person not try and and like. Um, I mean, I don't want to say any names. You don't have to say names. <laughs> Just be like. But there is an artist I do have in mind that she's very famous. She has like she's kind of young, and she has like like I don't I don't even fucking know at this point it probably grew but when I saw she had like 20,000 followers and her art is just kind of like um it gives me very mass production vibes like Mm. I don't like when I could tell artists is like making things for money and I like I don't like when I can tell that it's just like it's it's not experimental there's nothing to it it's just like it was literally just like she like drew nudes but like in in like a cartoonish way Right. And it was like, yeah, I just, I didn't really appreciate that because it was just very, like, about the money. And, like, I saw that. And and that's not what I want to put out there for art. Like, yeah. that, that, that's why people come to you and are like, Ugh, 120 for this big-ass painting? That's expensive. That's expensive. That's actually like, cheap if it's yeah. a big-ass painting. No, I've, I've undersold myself so much, like, yeah. in the past. Like, I've really basically given i've i've basically worked like 25 cents an hour <laughs> if i add it up right yeah that's not that's terrible but yeah it it's happens. but you learn and then you and like you you realize like oh no yeah these people I've are learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i learned not not to you know do ha- half and half payments to just do one-time payments yeah that being said um with a lot like with youtube or or i guess like people who who make who are like chefs and make specific foods um for example like let's say you're like well from my experience i used to work with a with a peak like at a pizza place and i'm i'm so tired of like i've never ate it it's weird i never ate pizza but i'm so tired of pizza i i don't hate it but i just like i don't want to eat it for like the longest time do you ever feel that about like drawing or arting that you're just like nah like I don't, I don't like, it's not, it's no longer fun, it's considered work, or is it always, like, fun? Yeah, no, I've, I've literally had those moments, there was literally a whole year where I did not make art, Yeah. and I couldn't, I could, I didn't have any ideas either, like, this was, now, I haven't, I haven't had, like, an artist block like that, but I have had, like, um, like, pieces that I start, and then I get, like, discouraged, or, like, I get uninspired, and then I just start, like, other things, and, and yeah. Like, I'll try to, sometimes, like, what I'll try to do is, like, when I notice myself getting frustrated, like, with art, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just stop here, and, like, I'm gonna just put this away, I'm gonna put my art stuff away, and I'm gonna, like, do some boring shit, like, watch Netflix, (laughs) and, like, relax, and I'll just, like, basically, like, starve myself of art until, like, I could feel that, like, I want it, 
Like, I, I want to, like, do it again. Or, like, I miss it. Right. Get the energy back. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Sometimes it's just good to, like, separate yourself, like, from things. Right. And, like, give yourself that space. Like, not so much, like, oh, you have to finish this. You have to do this. And you, do you still do, like, like doodles or a lot of art just for fun? Just for yourself? Or... Yeah, literally. Like, I... I've been posting doodles more, like, I've been, I've been just, um, like, I've been, like, just showing sketches, like, or I've, I've done, like, cute little, like, anime for people, like, just because I was bored, um, and so, yeah, like, it's definitely, like, fun, like, it's like I said, like, I want to show that even, like, a sketch, like, that you doodle on an envelope, like, that could be art, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, my grandkids better sell my art, I swear to God. I better die and they see me like oh my god it's art grandma has such good art they better sell that for me I feel happy for my grandkids they're gonna be set they're gonna be set they're gonna be bougie I don't even know who they are shout out shout out to shout out to them in the future they better do this that would be funny this time capsule of a of a podcast like I I hope like at least they know me cause like I feel like um I notice like a lot of people that come from like immigrant parents they have no idea like who their bloodline is like right. i don't know who who the fuck is before like my grandma you could and have been I, related to Peter Kahlo. huh you could have been related to Peter Kahlo and you don't know exactly i have no idea <laughs> yeah no i had like a phase where i was like i am frida, frida kahlo <laughs> <laughs> frida kahlo would say that though because she loves herself so much she's like yeah she's like maybe kahlo is a queen maybe it's her i don't know i used to say that just because like um I like a lot of, like, Mexican culture. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess it, partly it's because I moved to Nebraska, so I was around that culture a lot, and I love the food. Um, and also, like, my accent, like, I'm Cuban, but I don't really have, like, a Cuban accent exactly. You're full so Cuban then, or, huh? or mixed? You're full Cuban or mixed? Both of my parents are Cuban, like, born in Cuba. Right. Yeah, and then I was the first, like, American child. <laughs> yeah and it's like they only speak to me in spanish so it's like my first language was spanish and it doesn't sound like yeah. a cuban cuban ass spanish so, yeah, you, yeah you grow up with that accent yeah no so i had a little phase where i was like i could be her <laughs> we don't know <laughs> it still could it could be true to this yeah. day yeah but um for let's uh artist block like what do you do to to get past that or get around it I I try to starve myself of the work. Like, I try to, like, get it out of my face, right? And, like, something I do is that my... Well, my room, like, I sold I sold my bedroom set. Like, we were talking about this. I sold my bedroom set so that I can basically turn my art... Like, my room into an art studio. And um, so that means, like, when I'm doing art and I get tired of it, like, I just put the canvases, like, the unfinished things, like, around me. Right. So they're all, like, staring at me. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what I'm doing, like, they're around me. And so, like, I won't do it. Like, I'll purposely, like, go, like, a day or two without doing art. Maybe just doodling to, like, try and, and like, still be productive. Um, but I'll let myself, like, miss it. So then I can, like, really work on it with, like, emotion. Because I think, like, when you notice that you're frustrated at something, like... I mean, I don't want to sound like, oh, just give up, just quit. (laughs) I don't want to be that negative either. But sometimes you need to know when, like, when something's not working and then just give yourself that space. For sure, for sure. I feel like if you do art when you're frustrated, when you look at the product, like, the finishing product, you hate it. Yeah, exactly. And no one wants to, like, waste their time. Right. So, 
you might as well love like what you're gonna do exactly yeah <laughs> um i wanted to play a quick game for the <laughs> listeners at home i'm gonna show i'm gonna show i'm sorry darkita <laughs> I, I keep getting mixed up but i'm gonna show you three uh famous or well, not famous but three uh paintings and i want you to either rate it or critique it okay so the first one is by a underground artist you may have heard of him oh my god uh <laughs> da vinci no, no, the Vinky. Okay, anyway. The Vinky? Anyways, <laughs> this is the painting in question. Whoa. Okay, Mona Lisa, classic. Right. Um, Small in real life. It is his gay lover. Let's get that straight. Is it that is not a female. Really? It is his gay lover. Like, are you, like, joking with me? Because I'm, like, gonna... <laughs> no, I mean, it's a serious, like, it's a serious assumption. Um, He had an apprentice, and he lived with him for, like, three years. Mm-hmm. But so you know isn't that what they do in Italy? yeah wait isn't that the guy like who like made him chop off his ear because he was so stressed with him so no that's Van Gogh that chopped off oh his my ear. god did I really just do <laughs> <Bro, laughs> ignore me just cancel me now Bro, no yeah but um I truly believe that Mona Lisa is like his gay lover wow. and that's what makes me love the Mona Lisa so if you had to rate yeah. it 1 out of 10 10 out of 10 is classic come on classic yeah Not it's me. classic I have Mona Lisa socks but Come on. <laughs> yeah. So it's not overrated, it's perfectly rated. No, it's perfectly rated. Like I don't care what anyone says. The the background, like what is that? Like, first of all, the background looks like like you know those those wannabe trippy edits that it kinda looks like a forest but it's like moving or some shit. Yeah. It looks like that but with natural colors. Right. Like he made that. He made that happen. <laughs> and then she has no hairline, but that's okay. Me neither. <laughs> Yeah, I felt that. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, I think it's his gay lover. That like, is so interesting. I, I really... There's so many artists out there that were gay. And they uh, just don't say I don't, shit. I don't know if it's, like, controversial if I mention this. But, like, the guy who painted the first uh, Jesus painting, that was his gay lover. What? The Jesus, Jesus? Yeah, the Jesus painting. It was, like... M- like Are you talking about Michelangelo? No. I don't know. I don't know, but like whoever painted the first Jesus painting, like the, the white version of him, mm-hmm. that's his gay lover. He modeled it after his gay that's lover. That's funny. Oh, I think I've heard that. Okay. It's funny. Wow, that is crazy. <laughs> Look at that. They don't teach you that in fifth grade art in our class. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Um, our second uh, painting, I'm going to show it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post it on our Instagram story the day this comes out, but uh, I'm going to show it to you first and then tell you who made, who made it. So I want you to be, like, <gasps> oh, rated. Like Ooh, the- that's Bob Ross. Oh, damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure Ross. I could see it. Like you could once you you look at a lot of art, you could you could start like noticing like the techniques. Like he has a very like airbrushed um, type of vibe, kind of like tacky grandma art. <laughs> but there's a space for that now. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and yeah, I love his work. Like I actually. Aside from dog ASMR, I listen to Bob Ross to go to sleep sometimes. Like oh, I like the sound of like the brushes, like. Oh, when he beats his brush. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That's my when shit. When he beats his brush. That. I'm like, oh my, oh my gosh, I'm dipping in water. Whoa. Get <laughs> the devil out of it. <laughs> Whoa. It's yeah. I love yeah. watching his videos. It's a classic. I love him. Like he, when he's like, oh, happy little accidents. That to me, oh, that warms my heart. Like yeah. he. Like to to say happy little accidents, like because I've I've had like I've been painting and there's been like a a point where I'm like oh fuck I fucked up I want to throw this whole shit away I hate this now, and then like he just taught me to like 
just enjoy the process. Right. Like, the accidents sometimes are like the reason why it's like amazing. Of course. So, yeah. No. And Bob Ross. A little fun fact: He used to be a what was it called? Like a he used to be in the military mm-hmm. as a like one of the people that scream at you. A Oh, yeah, 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 drill sergeant, exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's so crazy to think of him. I can't that. think of him. Right, like, so yeah. it's so hard to imagine that. He yeah. has a great voice. Every I wonder time. if like his crewmates saw him on TV. You have a similar TV. Bob Ross voice. Me? Yeah. I don't think so. No, not even like, this is Eagle Up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk solo in the next podcast. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Welcome to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, appreciate it. But our third painting is made by yours truly, me. Uh... <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> wow. I know. Breath. Um, it's very like giving me very um Greg Heafley, Manny Heafley. Mm, what uh, is it? Heafley, yeah. Heafley. Hugh Heafley. Ooh. No, Manny Heafley. Oh, Manny. Oh. Yeah, very dire <laughs> wimpy kid vibes. Right. Honestly, like Picasso is like shaking <laughs> in his boots right now. <laughs> Everyone, I don't think you know that this podcast host is is an artist. Bro. Like he's the real artist. Have you read it one to ten? What would it be in my Quintillion. 100? Quintillion. It just doesn't. It broke my scale. Thanks. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, thank you so much for coming. It's been a blast thank having you. For you. Having me. <laughs> uh, before we end the podcast, I would like to thank. <laughs> I would like to thank our only Brazilian um, listener. Okay. This one's for you, Brazil. Yeah, I'm going to say thank you. Shout out to Brazil. I'm going to say thank you in Portuguese. Uh, right. Obrigado. Obrigado. Thank yeah, you. Just for you. Yeah, just thank, for you. thank you for listening. <laughs> and uh, guys, please check out Dor- uh, Dorquita. Is there anything you want to shout out? Uh, yeah, just follow my Instagram at Dorquita's Art. Um, I'm going to be posting a lot more things soon a lot of things if you like you know that starving artist concept you like any concept that makes you feel some type of emotion you know just hit me up um i'm always down to follow back and support people i'm not a snob i (laughs) yeah like i will support you just like you support me i think that's the whole purpose of like what i'm trying to do out here so yeah just follow my work and i'll follow your journey too you have commissions right (laughs) yeah i have custom paintings open um i do uh, they're available in all sizes and they're very good quality and they're, they're gonna last you forever <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what you want in a painting that's perfect yeah um once again thank you for coming on and thank you thank you for having me <laughs> and and thank you guys for listening hope you guys have a good one take care <laughs>